This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Well, well, well. Looks like you're tuning in to Marking Out, episode 285. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Dave The Rave. And you can go check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash marking out. You can go follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. Also go buy t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out. Go check out our YouTube at Marking Out 11. If you have a musical interlude, if you have a comedy show, if you have anything you want to get out there, promote, have some fun, shoot us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com. I am here with Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at BTDG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. How was uh, how was your week? My week was awesome. It was good. The yeah. weather's been been pretty amazing. I do you like the weather. Has, it, has the weather been amazing? Yeah, did, I like the heat wave. It didn't like torrentially rain on last Saturday by you, or did it? I don't know. I'm asking you. I, I wasn't so. there. I was here. I don't think so. Yeah, last Saturday I went to a holiday party. I went to a Christmas in July party, and it was outside and it poured. Oh, that's unfortunate. But it did not pour as much as it did the prior Saturday, at Garth Brooks. So I was all, I was good. And then, then like it started to get like co- like coolish out, and I was like, oh, thank good, thank yeah. goodness it's it's not burning hot outside. It's yeah. it's got a breeze. I'll gladly sit outside in the rain. And then, Would you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was sitting Would out. You? I was. I was gladly sitting outside in the rain while other people. <laughs> well, everyone else was inside and they looked outside at Brandon, seeing him. Lonely Brandon. I don't even know what people were doing inside. I just know I was outside enjoying. There was there was cookies outside. My brother was, was grilling. I was eating. I had a hamburger that was delicious. A cheeseburger, I should say, that was delicious. I don't know. I don't know. There was very cool. Yeah, it was a fun time. It's good. Hey, it's all about those fun times. Got to let them roll. <laughs> I, Anything, uh, I, I wore my uh, my Jewosaurus t-shirt, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh, that's such a cool shirt. Did you get that made up?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it belongs to a pro wrestler. In quotes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Needed the uh, the in quotes part. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't really know how to describe this. I was like, it's like, like kind of in my family, like my cousin's cousin, kind of my cousin, but yeah, your cousin's kind of cousin. But like, he's also kind of like, he's not my cousin, and he's definitely not your cousin. But if he were to be my cousin or your cousin, he'd be more my cousin than your cousin. Oh, okay. He, I mean, it like just based off of family tree age. You're delusional, brother. Absolutely not. Delusional. But let's get on with this show. Are you kidding me? Let's get on. Keep the show rolling. Who cares about that J-bro? So, anything else happened this week? Uh, not, not much. Nice, nice. 
All right, so let's actually switch things up a bit and talk about some outside the ring news. Or yeah, we can go into the upcoming go to indie. Upcoming independent wrestling events. All right, upcoming indies. Taking place July the 28th in Deer Park, New York at the MYWC Sportatorium. You got MYWC Trust No One taking place. Uh, one of the matches taking place, the Hounds of Hatred will be taking on Team Tremendous. You're going to have a Pollyanna King, King Mega taking on CJ and Rad Brad Benson. Uh, you got a GCW showcase match between Danny DeManto and the GCW champion Kyle the Beast. The Greek god Papa Don taking on Randy Summers. One half of milk chocolate. Current cruiserweight, uh, no, cruiserweight classic competitor, Anthony Nice will be taking on Mike Orlando. The elite athlete. Also... There's going to be a tag team title match as Flawless and Lawless defend their championships against Absolute Alvin and J-Red. And the MYWC championship is on the line. Champion JT Kaysen defends that title against Stockade. Well, Unless I know you, who you, we're pulling for in this match. Do you hear this truck? Yep, this I truck, do. <laughs> this truck is gigantic. I, I, I literally have never seen a truck this big before. That just blew my mind. That's a small street, too. But hopefully JT Kaysen retains that title. Next up, you also have on the 29th, PWG 13 in Reseda, California. Chuck Taylor taking on Trent. Jeff Cobb will be taking on Trevor Lee. Marty Skrull taking on Sammy Callahan. Tommy Enns taking on Adam Cole. Roderick Strong taking on Timothy Thatcher. The Pro Wrestling Gorilla World Tag Team Championships will be on the line as the champions, the Young Bucks, will be defending the titles against Death by Elbow, which is, of course, a team consisting of JT Dunn and Chris Hero. And then in the main event of the evening, you got the PWG World Title on the line as Zack Sabre Jr. defends against Kyle O'Reilly. Another current... WWE Cruiserweight Classic competitor. Yeah, this should be an awesome event. So, since we brought up his name, Sammy Callahan. Disappointment what? or not a disappointment since returning to his indie scene? Since his release from WWE, has he been a disappointment? Have you expected to see his name a little bit more often than you really are? I mean, I don't... I mean, I feel like we see his name pretty, pretty often. I'm going to disagree. I feel like I don't see his name enough. Where do you and where do you I, expect him to be? I don't know, but be. just be booked. I see Demi uh I see a, uh Deanna Perazzo's name more often than Sammy Callahan. And I just expected Sammy Callahan to be a name that right after being released from NXT that he would be out there. He would be putting his he would be doing the Drew Galloway deal. But Sammy you know, Callahan there's has a, really been, mm, in my opinion, a disappointment since being released from the WWE. There's, there's a big difference between Drew Galloway and Sammy Callahan, though. Which is? Solomon Crow was basically a flop. Yeah, but you, that's where uh, pro wrestlers start to reinvent themselves. Right, but like you can't take the route like, oh... I was Solomon Crow in WWE's NXT. Book me here. Yeah, but he could. St he's still a name that can do that. I mean, look, he was, getting, where, he, was, where, I mean, he was getting booked more before he got signed. Have you seen a ton of Bull James matches? No, and like I'd put him in the same book. Actually, no, I have been seeing a ton of uh, uh, James, but Sammy, I really expected a lot more 
from him after the release. But that's just my opinion. Mm. All right, so outside the ring news. Brock Lesnar, your former WWE champion, one of the former. but Form, not Former the, UFC champion as well. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit more about that failing of a drug test. Uh, he failed the drug test prior to UFC 200 after uh, the event that he defeated Mark Hunt at. And apparently he got... Uh, he failed two drug tests. One was a few weeks before the fight, and one was the day of the fight. Uh, he, this is all rumors and speculation, and he is putting up a fight saying that it is not true or anything like that. Uh, Mark Hunt is putting up a fight saying that he should get half of whatever Lesnar got paid, or the UFC should be releasing him from the contract. Like Mark Hunt, Mark, is, Mark Hunt is just wants. Kinda, Mark Hunt wants out of his contract if they don't give him half oh, of what oh, Lesnar. Okay. I mean, I think he's just trying to cling on to whatever fame Lesnar has because, yeah. I mean, I do understand why he would want some – I mean – I think he's definitely – he definitely should get a portion of it. I would it's, think it's maybe – if, if, of course – I think that, I think that he should get, get the money as if he won the fight because if it's true and everything, then someone went in there uh, – on a banned substance and want to fight because of it. So really, I feel like maybe even in the record books, this should be reversed. I wouldn't say you won. Out. I wouldn't necessarily say he won the fight because of the substance. No, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe the fight should just be thrown out. But yeah, he, he got banned. Uh, a rumored that he got uh, flagged for uh, Clemethin, the same thing that John Jones uh, got flagged for. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to this. It's unfortunate, especially in a, the UFC. Um, and, then, and then the USADA would suspend Lesnar from? Yeah, he, he's, right now he's facing a potential two-year suspension, which would probably be uh, his – you would probably never see uh, Lesnar fight again. Um, which, I'm gonna, which I yeah. guess wouldn't affect him in WWE since – no, it wouldn't have any effect of him and uh, you and WWE. He would just have to pass a, a basic um, test to see that he's okay to wrestle the night of SummerSlam. Well, I'm gonna go with, ahead and with take the, the New next, York with the New gonna, York Athletic gonna, Commission. I don't know. I'm gonna take the next one, but the rumor is Roman Reigns failed the drug test for tested positive for Adderall. Um, that's like for attention and everything like that. It'll help boost you up. Um, yeah, it's what do people? What do people? As, is there? Is, are, wait, wait. Are there people out there that abuse Adderall? Like, what is Adderall? College kids do it all the time to well, stay focused. Okay. I mean, but in what sense do you need that for pro wrestling? Well, think about it. You take it. I mean, this is all, but you take it. You after being on the road so often, you start to lose your mind. You are sleepy. You are out of it. You can't put on as long as matches. You're out of. You're so, not so people. In the game. So you so could. It so you keeps could your use focus. okay. So it keeps your focus and everything like that. I think that's the same thing that uh, Adam Rose was with, right? I'm um, I'm not positive, but but I mean, even still, but I, I think he this was. Is all, this is all speculation of wh- how why you would take such a medication with while being a pro wrestler. But I mean, you but, could still have ADHD and be a pro yeah, wrestler. Exactly, exactly. If he was, to, if he actually had a prescription for ADHD and he was taking it. As prescribed for that, uh, I don't think that that should be a flag. 
You know, if you're taking a banned substance for a legitimate reason, um, outside of like being able to compete, I don't think that you should be flagged. But on the other hand, also just to backtrack with Lesnar or WWE, I think that whatever happens with Reigns should happen with Lesnar. Lesnar has yet to be suspended, I believe, right? Yeah, WWE made a uh, statement like just reporting the the flag of the banned substance. Yeah. But like even if they did suspend Lesnar, like it would have zero effect on him. Well, of course. Because the only time he's going to be showing up on WWE TV next is SummerSlam. SummerSlam. But the thing is, I think that because of that reason that wrestlers can be written in and out of storylines, you could if you're Lesnar, you have a great contract where you don't have to show up and you still get paid. I feel like that the, the WWE wellness policy for certain medications or certain drugs that get that are on that banned substance list, there should be a fine associated with that failing of the drug test. Well, I mean, you don't get paid from my understanding. I still and would, sometimes but if, and but if, but if you're also banned, if you're you know, you, there's more of a consequence associated with that. People care more no, about not, money. Because, no, exactly. But if you're not getting paid, that's sometimes even more money than you would be having to pay in fines. I think that you should... I, I gave you the numbers think, already. Yes, and I still think that this should be a heavy fine. Con- consider that a fine, not getting paid. No, that's not a, that's not a fine. There should be a losing, heavy fine on top of you Losing $20,000 from no not pay. showing up for being suspended Lesnar for 30 has a to 60 million, days. a multi-million dollar contract. Doesn't matter. Lesnar's not the person dollar that's... Contract. It's not Lesnar that's suspended right now. It's Roman Reigns that was suspended. Okay, but even still, there should be consequences to people outside of this ADHD stuff i'm talking hard like hdh steroids that are on the banned substance list not legitimate okay, medication that and that's could still right i think twenty thousand dollars that people don't make okay but some of these people i think that you need a heavy fine okay and well, if what's not the fine look, at, look, fine, at, look okay, at major well, league baseball Whatever the fine is, maybe it should be associated with whatever their contracted rate is. But look whatever at, they look are at getting Major paid. League Baseball. It's got a set. It's got a set amount. They make millions there. They're not getting fined based off their contract. Okay, well, this is also not the MLB. I think that this should be based off of contract. How much people they have to pay a why, percent what's of the, a fine. What's the point of that? What's I, why would you? Why would it be different stop than doing this? But what's the difference between this and MLB? To get people to stop. People in MLB still use steroids. And they get caught, and then they pay fines. Yes, okay, and the fines are still not as much as... Okay, and I think that this has to be increased. But also, on the other hand, if you're not taking steroids and other people are, you're not going to get pushed as heavy as other people. Look at WWE and their steroid past. Not really that good. Not really that clean. So... Who knows what the deal is? Who knows about the inside? Who's passing out what to who? But at some point, this has to stop. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um... I don't even know. You're right there? Yeah. I don't even know where to go from there. Talking about Brock Lesnar, let's talk about Paul Heyman, though. Yes. At uh, one of Paul Heyman's one-man shows in the United Kingdom... He offered up a conspiracy theory about WrestleMania 30, to which I sat through rolling my eyes through the whole thing. He okay. basically says, what if I was to tell you that Brock does 
what Brock wants. Nobody knew the outcome of the match at WrestleMania 30. The referee didn't know. The music guy didn't know. And Vince McMahon left the arena after The Undertaker passed out backstage to go to the hospital with him. Mr. McMahon was not at WrestleMania 30 when Daniel Bryan won the WWE Championship. And what if I was to tell you that Brock Lesnar went into that match and didn't want to lose to Undertaker? He wanted to knock Undertaker out and pin him. And he knew that he can get away with it because how could you fire the guy that has everybody talking? Nobody's not going to be talking about Brock Lesnar if Brock Lesnar is the one in 21. And that's what, that's what he left it at, basically. Very interesting. Paul Heyman still able to captivate an entire audience and the world of pro wrestling. Do you buy it? I don't buy it. <laughs> no, of course I don't buy it. I just think that Paul Heyman is a genius. He's like, I, I, mean, need, I need show material. What can I do? I know. I'll tell them this was a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look who's following the story. I mean, he's a, he's a genius. Yeah. Yo, I just, I just won that Conan O'Brien pop figure. No, you didn't. Yeah. I just Seriously? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm kidding you. Oh, what are you, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> they just sent me an email saying that I registered, and thank you. Oh, you registered, like, hours, <laughs> hours ago. Yeah, I registered, like, last night when you told me about it. Wait, so you didn't, you didn't register for the other one? No, I haven't had a chance to yet. Well, you blew that shot. Uh, Why, you didn't right. want a Superman Conan? Nah, what was the one I submitted for? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, no. Tonight's probably... You could have that one. Why? I don't, don't like that. Ghostbusters? Uh, not really. If I don't know. I can't comment. I haven't seen the new movie, but I also don't it's care. Ghostbusters in general. Yeah. It's not like, I, oh, it's that's Conan true. as a female, as a Ghostbuster. It's, it's Conan <laughs> as a Ghostbuster. I don't know. I think you can fool anybody with that hair he got. There's... There's Superman There's Conan. Lovely locks. It's Superman. There's Ghostbuster Conan, uh, Stormtrooper Conan, and then Joker from Suicide Squad Conan. I saw that one too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, let's talk about that a little bit before we. Uh, have you seen anything coming out about of. About Suicide Squad? No. I, oh, why? Uh, I was no, going to say it I looks like garbage. I, have, I saw the trailer a long time ago, like during the Super Bowl or. No. Uh, after that, I guess they showed it during May or something. But since then, I've been avoiding all trailers. So talk um, about what? <laughs> I don't know. Anything else coming out of Comic-Con? I mean, I, don't, I mean, you might. I mean, I heard that they have uh, bootios. They got revealed um, yes, at the San Diego Comic-Con. Real life bootios have been revealed and they will be sold at FYE. Um, I guess in stores and online for twelve ninety nine, which is just an absolutely ridiculous price for cereal. It is, but on the other hand, it's not Kellogg's. It's not someone who's mass producing on the same level as Kellogg's. Um, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not okay with the price, but I understand the price. Also, they have a larger audience that's going to buy this. It's like just go, just just think, if WWE was to release ice cream bars. How much would those be? Those would be insanely priced if that's Actually, if a box of cereal is twelve yeah. ninety nine. Now that you bring it up, yeah, it's very, that's a very very good point. 
I can see the ice cream bars going for that much too. Like I just want that's eat, unfortunate. I just want to eat some bootios and <laughs> and if I if WWE ice cream bars were released, I'd I'd like to eat an ice cream bar. I'm definitely one hundred percent not buying an ice cream bar for twelve ninety nine. The best I'm used to be buying, like when you go to the ice cream store or even the ice cream man and you check out who's a cutout. Wait 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 wait. When did you ever go to an ice cream store? Ice you mean cream. a supermarket? No, the ice cream store. What is an ice cream store? Ice cream parlor. And the what? Langos. What is it called? Langos Ice Cream World. I, I think it's Ice Cream World. And that's a place yeah. on Long Island. Of course, yeah. And still. Yeah, yeah. And they no. used to sell bars of ice cream there. Yeah, they used to always have that. That's weird. I've never gone to like an ice cream like parlor that sold really not like homemade ice cream or something. Yeah, they had like your frozen yogurt and stuff, but they also had like your whatever you would get. From like the rocket ice- pop and yeah, you would have your your Ghostbusters pops you got your with Snoopies, Slimer. You got your Snoopies. You got your the firecrackers. You got your, your Mickey's. You got bars. your Barneys. Yeah, yeah, and they and you had your WWF bars. You got your Mario's. Yeah, I never, I I only ever seen those at at a uh, an ice cream man. Really, I used, cream to, truck. I used to. And then I would like go through, like flip them over to the cardboard box. The uh, Flip them over to the back to see what their cutout is, because they used to have the cutouts as if it's uh, yeah one of those standups. Um, I, I remember the very first time I had WWE ice cream bar. Well, WWF ice cream bar. Uh huh. I don't remember who was on my card or what the day was, <laughs> or I mean, it was obviously in the summer, but it was yeah. it was me, you, and my my older brother. We were at your house. That's cool. and then all of a sudden you hear the ice cream man and you're like, oh my god, you ever try this? And I was like, yeah. never tried try this. And we we got we got WWE ice cream bars and yeah, I used to I still have a lot of the cards, but I'm like not the Attitude Era cards before that, like the Tonka, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Razor Ramon, Bret Hart, um, all of that. Yeah, I don't I don't. Those are the best too. Like you would open up the cardboard box. I mean, this is before they even had the cardboard cutouts. But you would open up the box and you would have a card on the inside, a baseball card of a professional wrestler. It's a wrestling card. Yeah. <laughs> a tra- a training it. card. How's that? Oh, perfect. Training card. Yeah. I don't, I don't think oh, I have man, any. And you're just really – that's disappointing to realize that, that you're definitely cards. right. What? Huh? No, oh, that it would probably be bar. like fifteen ninety nine for one ice cream bar. Which is – that's just – that's pathetic. It completely is. When, when I, I want, tweeted when I tweeted out the news about the the bootios, I was like, kind of sour. Hashtag <laughs> kind of sour. Because like, I mean, how how am I supposed to feel the power if? Yeah. If I mean, look look at Ecto Cooler though. Ecto Cooler doesn't cost a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, I know. I, have I, you I, had, have you had it again? Again, I have never ever had Ecto really? Cooler, and I keep looking for it in the stores. I don't see it. And oh, I, I don't want to buy. So I don't want to buy like a whole case. I just want to try Why? one of them. I just want one. What am I? I'm twenty seven years you, old. What am I going to drink a juice box? What are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, if you order a case, I'll I'll pay it's for it. It's not me. It. It's not me in Mexico. In Mexico, I sat there. They had the juice boxes in the fridge for free. I'll sit there and drink a juice box. I don't need <laughs> to be twenty seven years old drinking a juice box. That's am I supposed to pour two of them out in a in a glass? It's, yeah. I don't need to do that. I see. <laughs> so but yeah, I've never had Ecto Cooler before. No. Word. Word. You're missing out. Well, I mean, I would like to try it. Mm-hmm. Maybe 
I mean, not no, it's not going to be. I was going to say maybe Cooking with Brandon Five will be uh, an ecto cooler based recipe, but mm-hmm. I don't even know if there will be a Cooking with Brandon episode five. Well, I guess talking about try, uh, I guess you can look at this cruiserweight classic as a tryout for the WWE because rumor has it reported that apparently Kota Ibushi and Grand Metallic have been signed to NXT. Um, and the tournament is still ongoing, so yeah. very interesting news right there. The the, uh, the tournament won't actually be finished until September, mid-September. I, I just hope that we get some live events. Of what? Are, it, are the finals going to be live or the semifinals? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like like a touring. Like not, no, like not. I thought you meant a touring group of the cruiserweight division, yeah, the cruiserweight classic. Uh, I have no idea what. It's gonna be what? It's that's just gonna be one match. So I don't know. If, like you'll have the semifinals and then the finals taped, or, or, or the finals on Takeover. Yeah, I have no idea. It's definitely think, not definitely not on Takeover because it's that's August. Oh, yeah. well, well, I mean, they could always have another Takeover in like September, November. No, I don't think they'll have one the two weeks after. Nah, wishful thinking. Yeah. So. But speaking of the cruiserweights, uh, during uh, Monday Night Raw, we didn't speak about Monday Night Raw yet, but uh, Stephanie McMahon announced that uh, the cruiserweight division is going to be returning and exclusive. It'll be exclusive to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So I think that that's, should be. I think that's phenomenal news, and it reminds me of uh, WCW Nitro. It reminds me of the WWF cruiserweight tournament, where you had Jerry Lynn. Brian Christopher. Oh, the light heavyweight champion. Yeah, 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 the light heavyweight. Won by t- uh, Taka? Taka uh, Minchinuku? He Was it? That. I believe he won it. Was it Taka? I don't know. Ooh. I, I, I could have sworn he did. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, so it should be good. I, I, and yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I was hoping for SmackDown, which originally I was like, yeah, hopefully SmackDown too. But then you realize that Monday Night Raw has an extra hour. And, yeah, it's... Um, that, that first hour, Nitro did the exact same thing. Well, not the exact same thing, because I don't know what the Cruiserweight division is going to do yet. But Nitro would have... Would open up with the Cruiserweight match, basically. Yeah. And for that hour, they would have, like, Cruiserweight. So if, if Monday Night Raw does, like, regular stuff and then a break with Cruiserweights and then other stuff, or Cruiserweight and then other stuff... Well, hopefully with this Cruiserweight stuff, they actually can bring in some... Because some of the people that got drafted to SmackDown are Cruiserweights. Yeah, and, but I don't... Know, it would I don't be, that might mean, like, maybe you they have cross other them. stuff. They might have, like, other stuff, like, other plans for these people. Rather but, than having them compete for the, the Cruiserweight Championship, uh, they'll have them compete for the IC and US Championship or the nice. WWE Championship. Yeah, that's true. That and means. and with the uh, with the cruiserweight division, I'm assuming it's not going to start until September. Yeah, because you still have the cruiserweight classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I thought it would have been cool if um, the cruiserweight classic was done, and then like some of them got drafted straight to yeah straight to the main roster. Which that's what they they say that there's like those rumors that like. Um, Ibushi and Metallic might not even actually go spend any time in NXT other than the Performance Center. Just go like straight up for the Cruiserweight Classic, uh, not Classic, Cruiserweight Division. 
yeah. Monday Night Raw. Uh, that'd be cool. So, yeah, that would be cool. But in some other cool news, uh, WWE Tag Team Champions, uh, the New Day, surpassed Brian Kendrick and Paul London as the longest reigning champions in uh, for, for those championships, at least. Yeah, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Good job. And, and Kofi Kingston, I think, like combined of all his title reigns, has like the most time. Like, there's like no catching up to him as of yet. That's awesome. Yeah. Good so, for him. Yeah. So it's awesome. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? We I don't know. Let's get a little bit serious and talk a, about some. Uh, there's a giant lawsuit that's yeah. going on. Uh, where 53 or 50 plus. Former WWE stars are uh, named in the lawsuit, which alleging which they're alleging the the WWE's failed to care for the pro wrestlers, uh, their head injuries. Um, they're yes. also yeah, it's a whole lawsuit, and some of the names that are listed you got Paul Orndorff, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Earl and Dave Hebner, Demolition, Mark Jindrak, Marty Jannetty. Um, Road Warrior Animal, Jimmy Snuka, um, and then the two that I have a huge problem with listed in this. I think the, the lawsuit itself is stupid, because, like, you're a pro wrestler, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, the two names that I have a huge problem with is the estate for Axel Rotten and Sabu. Uh, these guys spent years, Axel Rotten had how many matches in WWE history? Maybe four? I would think even one. Axel Rotten and Sabu spent years doing headshots to each other outside of WWE, and here they are attached to this lawsuit. Yeah. Come on. It's just people trying, seeing an opportunity to potentially make money and uh, getting onto it. WWE actually acknowledged this and said it's basically just another attempt by the same attorney that uh, previously filed a class action lawsuit against WWE. That was dismissed. Yeah. And, uh, and a judge actually already found this lawyer to have made false allegations about WWE. So yeah. WWE says it's probably just going to get dismissed. I mean, I mean you know, like, I feel like Hebners are just getting in on it because they got released uh, from their WWE contract for but, what they did. I'm confused. But I think Road Warrior Animal is a confusing one. He's one of the confusing ones. Like, so is Chavo. I, Chavo Guerrero is a confusing one, given the fact that his like family is wrestled since like he was uh, even before yeah. he was born, basically. Yeah. But but with yeah, Animal is a confusing one that, that's attached to this. But was Dave Hebner a referee? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was starting to like, how was I? Because when I watched, he was just an agent. Yeah, his twin brother. Well, Earl was the referee, I know that. Yeah, I'm almost positive Dave Hepner. That's what I thought too, but I wasn't positive, and I'm still not positive. Me neither. But, nope, uh, but, but Coach went on ESPN and said this lawsuit is super bogus. And just basically, like, he was, he showed, like, he said that it's like pissed off basically that. Like, these wrestlers come out and say Vince McMahon doesn't care about these pro wrestlers. Mm. And uh, he says that's completely false. And, like, he has them at WrestleMania time to sign and stuff. They get huge, well, not huge checks, but they get paid for stuff like that. Which Jim Cornette then chimed in and 
basically said how, I mean, spoke negatively against Coach, I guess. Yeah. Because Coach, Coach had said that he had gotten, I think he said, like, ten concussions in the time being there. Wow. Which nobody realizes how many matches Coach has actually been in. Yeah. But It's been a good amount. Not, so. I wouldn't say more than 40, but... Yeah, but still. But still, for somebody who was a... Uh, not tra- not really tra- trained. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. So. So. But uh, enough of the lawsuit. Uh, and moving on to another uh, Cruiserweight classic thing. I guess I should have grouped that in with the other stuff. Uh, okay. September 23rd is going to be officially Johnny Gargano's last independent booking um, yeah. before going full-time in NXT. Oh. I'm going to actually add to this one. Uh, and Tommaso Ciampa, his last match is going to be September 25th for Progress Wrestling, taking on Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, really? Yeah, so you have Gargano not taking bookings after September 23rd, and Ciampa not taking bookings after the 25th of September. So, And for whatever, if, for, if it's worth anything, I don't know the date, but... Uh, I believe after maybe the summer, I don't think Kurt Angle's taking bookings. Uh-oh. Yeah, so there's like rumors flying about that. But then there's even more names that are rumored that WWE wants to bring back for this for this new branded rosters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I still, I, I can't see Kurt Hawkins coming back. But if he does, <laughs> I'd be a fan yeah. of that. But then well, now there's like Shelton Benjamin's being named, and then uh, Jinder Mahal's like a heavy name. I hope so. I, I was a big Jinder Mahal fan. I, I mean, he was big in NXT. Well, was it NXT at the time or FCW? FCW. I mean, he was a big a big name down there, and I I, I always thought more for him. But just to, um, since we mentioned Gargano and stuff, uh, your best friend forever, uh, Gabe Sapolsky. He ended up making a mention. He said, apparently they're going to have a farewell to our icon at Evolve 68 in Deer Park, New York on September 10th. And then Evolve 69 in Queens, New York, September 11th is going to be called Thank You, Johnny. Or at least I think. Unless I'm reading this wrong, but those two events are going to be Johnny Gargano's last uh, at Evolve, the 10th and 11th. I wonder if that's going to involve William Regal. Possibly. Hmm. Possibly. So. Yeah, so that was the outside the ring news and the upcoming independent stuff. Um, oh, I guess. I did, also, the, um, the action, no, the pop vinyl thing. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was, yeah. was going to move back to Comic-Con. <laughs> Good call. Because, uh, well, New Day officially have pop vinyls now from Funko. Yeah. Which I watched... Zack Ryder was live streaming from the preview night of Comic-Con on Wednesday at the Funko booth. And he's just literally, hey, can I have this? Can I take this? And they're like, here, take this, take this, take this. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I wish I had that power <laughs> to just go in there and be like, hey, I'll take an Ecto-1. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's funny because, like, I don't I don't collect. I, I think I know the first two pop figures that I'm going to be getting which come out, I think, in August mm-hmm. or or at the end of July, which would be the the black and blue Power Rangers. Just because I'm going to Comic-Con in New York this year and they're going to be signing. So I'm thinking I'm going to 
buy those two and get those two things signed. I don't know. I, there's a lot of uh, pop figures out there that I um, I just think are amazing from the details to a the bunch paint, of them, like the paint job. I mean, yeah, a bunch of them are really fun. I, yeah. I personally, I don't, I could never ever collect them. There's just I, too I, many. I, like, I, well, I, that's the thing. I could definitely, uh, I could see myself collecting a few of them that interest me. But yeah, but all, that's the thing. Like, there's more than just a few that interest me. Like, uh, there's yeah. a whole, like, there's a huge. I mean, there's WWE has a bunch. Uh, I'm not really. Uh, there's only a few of those that I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not that interested in the WWE ones. I mean, there's there's also Disney that has a bunch. Marvel has a bunch. Yeah, I'm interested in those too. And there's like TV ones that have a bunch, like the Power Rangers, like the Simpsons, like Family Guy. I actually do have a pop figure. Saved by the Bell have a bunch. Which pop figure do you have? I, I have a keychain one of a Deadpool. Oh. I have one of Deadpool. Yeah. But. I feel like like I went to the website recently and I forgot which one stood out to me. Dude, Zack Ryder. Like, I think Zack Ryder said that he has I think nearly or over three hundred of them. Yeah, and just imagine that there's probably like three thousand. I want the Stan Lee one. But there's mad Stan Lee ones. Are there? Yeah, they, they had one of a Comic Con exclusive that I really liked. Yeah, no, there were a bunch of I think Comic Con exclusive Stan hmm. Lees. Of him uh -huh. in different outfits and stuff. But they also, they revealed a bunch of other stuff at Comic-Con as well, WWE-wise. Um, Nakamura, they, they showed the scanning of his first figure, which looks insane. Yeah. Did you see any of these? I saw the one that you sent me. Uh, was it Nakamura? Yeah, Nak. They, I, they have uh, Harlem Heat I popped for. Like, if I still collected wrestling figures... I would 100% like Harlem Heat. Um, they have a, a Tatanka out, or coming out, I should say. They showed off Asuka. They showed off um, mm -hmm. a new Emma. Then they showed off uh, WrestleMania 32 uh, three-pack of New Day coming with a box, inside a box of bootios that opens up with them on like the entrance stage. It looks so cool. Yeah, there's... There's so much cool stuff that they're putting out there. I, I Comic Con is just so awesome. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, it, did you San see Diego like, Comic Con? I feel like you get a lot more out of this than <laughs> you do out of New York Comic Con. That's true. I would get the B. A. Baracus one. I'm looking the, at it right now. Oh, the pop it's figure. To, yeah, it's supposed to be out August 2016. I didn't know he was getting one. Is it Mr. T or is it? Yeah, uh, no, it's it's. B.A. Baracus. I mean, yeah, it's Mr. T, but... Well, I mean, they had... I mean, there was... What was the... Uh, the, the fighters played... The A-Team. Yeah, one of the fighters was in the A-Team movie as well, wasn't he? Oh, no, no. It's from the old... It's the old show. Like, they have all the old figures. Yeah. Um, they also have... Let's see. Oh, there you go, Brandon. They got the Golden Girls coming out in, the two, in <laughs> September. What do you mean, there you go, Brandon? <laughs> not that I'm um, not a fan of the Golden Girls. See, like, yeah, right? but that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't buy the Golden Girls if I collected these things because that's just like, who needs a like? I don't understand. I, I sometimes I think that they make way too many of these. Yeah, I, I can agree with when that. When you got a character from a movie that like nobody remembers, uh -huh. you you get you're releasing too many. This one's pretty cool, Alex. From a Clockwork Orange. So, let's see. 
White, uh, the White Rabbit. From they have a few cool ones. Uh, from, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. See, I would, buy, I would buy a Zack Ryder pop figure. Of course. I mean, I would definitely get it on that one. But, like, like buy half of it with me. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but, like, I don't, I, I couldn't, I could never start collecting these things. They have WWE-wise, I don't know, I guess maybe this, you saw this already. They got, like, Bray Wyatt, Bret Hart, Eva, Eva Marie, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how they don't have a Ryder one yet. Like, given how, maybe it's, like, WWE's call. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like it should, well, I guess they can't really. It can't be Funk up to Funko. Why not? Well, because, I guess, name-wise? I don't know. I mean, look at stuff that they put out. I'm surprised that in the beginning they never got hit with copyright. Because I'm sure they have contracts with everyone. There's no way they didn't start like a they didn't I don't know. link up I, with DC to be like, hey, we're just gonna release these Batmans without well, yeah, you saying Yeah. There's no way that they don't have Fox's approval for things or the Power Rangers and Simpsons. The adorable ones I don't like though. The Dorbs? Yeah, Dorbs. Yeah. Yeah. Do us a favor, whenever we retweet those on uh Twitter, don't retweet our retweet because then that's like a <laughs> chance that, of that us has, not winning. That 100- oh yeah, nice. I guess so. But it's still <laughs> That's a funny thing, like, even on, like, regardless, which is one, WWE, nope, www.prowrestlingtees.com. Wow, we're really upgrading, huh? Marking out, what? Making, making, <laughs> oh, I almost said making WWE great again. Making marking out great again. Yeah. We're associated with WWE now. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, what was I even saying now? <laughs> oh, with the know. retweets. Um uh, whenever I go to retweet something and it's like so like so and so retweeted this, I go to the actual tweet to retweet it so it doesn't say like you retweeted this. Oh. Because then I feel like I don't know, I just feel like it means more coming <laughs> I don't <laughs> coming think they straight. care. No, I obviously I don't think they care either, but Yeah, I really don't think they care. Because I've yet to win a pop figure. You I would get the dude. Win. Uh, see, I wouldn't. Big Lebowski. I wouldn't. I, I think oh, I would think it's cool, cool, but I wouldn't wouldn't get the dude. Would you get the genie from Aladdin? That's the thing. Like, I it, that's probably one that I would if I was collecting these. I would get. I would get him. I would get Doug. I would get um, Simba. I'm sure there's nice. a Nala one and a bunch. But enough of that. That's Comic Con. Yeah. That's good old Comic-Con. We're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hey, it's Billy West, and uh, you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 285. Was that even said at the beginning of the show? I don't know. Uh, Thank you for joining us mid-episode. Does that even happen? Is that a thing? I don't think so, and I don't actually think this is going to be midpoint, like the actual midpoint. But uh, most likely it isn't. Yeah, but we're gonna kick this half off with some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Oh, you're learning. Uh, yeah, but Monday Night Raw kicked off. Stephanie McMahon came out and was immediately cut off by Shane McMahon. Um, and then he went to go announce the general manager of SmackDown. To which she basically cut him off and announced the Raw general manager, 
Uh, that being returning Mick Foley, which uh, got a got a quite quite a nice pop from the crowd. I was surprised. I I don't think I would have ever thought Mick Foley would return in that capacity to WWE ever again. Why? I just I didn't think so. I like I didn't know. Like, didn't we mention Mick Foley when we were talking about GMs though, like past GMs? I don't know. I'm not I think positive. his name came up. But I, I don't I would have never picked that. But mm. um he basically came out, thanked her, whatnot, and um then Shane McMahon announced the general manager for SmackDown, and this is what I was talking about last week when I said if the rumors are true, I will be disappointed. And the rumors were true. Uh everyone else was in the arena certainly was not disappointed. Daniel Bryan is now the general manager of SmackDown. Um, what are your thoughts on Mick as ma- as general manager and Debray? Well, 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 Brandon. Where do I start? I hate that gimmick, by the way. I hate that you keep you using could that. you could you could blame Brett Matthews for that one. I don't and know. And Joel Gertner. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Oh, Brett <laughs> Matthews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, one one may have gotten that off of the other, but. Who knows who came first? Um, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm okay with this decision. I am a fan of it. I think that it's good. The one thing I don't like is that they probably won't be uh, weekly appearing characters, I guess, or at least maybe in the beginning, but not... See, uh, that's the thing. I, I assumed as soon as they announced the GM that they will be there weekly. I am not too sure. Maybe at I the don't start, see why they wouldn't be there weekly. I can see at the start, but then after that, I'm not too sure. Daniel Bryan, I'm excited about. I'm happy to see him back in the WWE, like uh, back on television a lot more often. Mick Foley, I I love Mick Foley, but I'm over the Mick Foley train. I don't know. I'm it's not. It's funny because I'm more excited about Mick Foley than I am Daniel Bryan. I'm disappointed with Daniel Bryan. I don't know why I'm disappointed with Daniel Bryan. Really? I just at this point in time, I'm just like I don't. Because I, I said last week, it's like the way things left off with him, where he had to retire and everything, and it's like I just I don't want to see. Realistically, this means that Brie Bella's when she's ready to come back, they're probably going to be both of them are going to probably be on SmackDown. This way, Nikki could be with John and Brian. Also, also Bryan on SmackDown. Be with <laughs> also yeah. on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan could be with Brie. So, so that, that brings two Bella Twins to SmackDown if they were to do that. Or, exactly. Or Brie could just raise a family. I don't know. She she could never come back to WWE. Yeah. We'll, but have, how to, about we'll that? have to tune did, in did to think, October. Did, did you think about that one? What? The Bella Twins are going to be on SmackDown because both of their husbands are there? I don't think... Yeah. I, at this point, I don't think Brie Bella is coming back. Why is that? I just... I mean, it's obviously it's never say never, but I just don't... I don't know. Never say never. Yeah, okay. Nailed it. Nailed did it. you? You think so? I did. I don't know. Play the judge it. over play, there. Play it back. Play it back. Definitely not do playing we have it? that back. Here's my snare. We do Here's my snare. I, not, no. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, time will, obviously, things can change with my opinions about Daniel Bryan being the general manager. Of course, because you're flip-flopping always. I'm not always flip-flop. <laughs> but as far as this segment goes, I like the interactions between everyone here. Um, although the thing that, I guess, threw me was Stephen McMahon and Shane McMahon talking about uh, testicles and lady balls. But uh, yeah. I guess that's... Stephanie had to throw that in there because that's like a rumored title of her memoir. 
Is it? Yes. I never heard of that. Yeah, because WWE, I think, trademarked Lady Balls. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's, I think we're going to be hearing of that a lot more. I hope not. That's that's awful. Yeah, well. So, yeah. All right. The segment basically ends. uh, Shane McMahon said that the only way Stephanie could have stayed relevant was to marry a marry a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they, they the segment ended, basically. Yeah. Uh, led right into our first match of the night. Cesaro teamed up with Sami Zayn to take on and defeat Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. I thought the match was good. Um, I think my favorite part of this match, though, um, was when the referee was distracted with Cesaro Zane was hung up on the ropes, and Kevin Owens was not the legal man. He was outside the ring, kicked Sami Zayn in the face, and then turned around to pose with him and gave like a thumbs up and a, and a smile. I thought that was the funniest thing. Yeah, and it's like that's like stuff right there. Like, like if the draft was real, like not scripted or whatnot, and, uh-huh. and I had power over it, Kevin Owens, I think has like there's no. No doubt that Kevin Owens would probably be my first pick. No, they're. I'm just happy that they're both on Raw. Well, I mean, either or. I mean, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get onto it, but I'm happy that both of them are drafted to Raw. Why Raw over? Well, we'll whatever. Well, I mean, oh, respect, I'm, I'm happy that they're drafted together. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then uh, another funny part in this match was when uh, Cesaro was doing the swing to Jericho, and Kevin Owens went to go break it up. And actually got hit by Jericho, which I don't know if that was like supposed to happen or whatnot. Uh, but, he, but he played it off as if like, "Hey, screw you!" And then, hmm. yeah, it was funny. So yeah, it was a it good was, match. It was a good match. Yeah, it was definitely a good fun match. Uh, also, Darren Young picked up the victory over Alberto Del Rio. Um, <sighs> this I don't. There's nothing. I mean, Miz tried to get involved here, but the only thing that did was prevent Del Rio from. From getting the win. Yeah. It didn't like distract Darren Young or anything. Yeah. So, it's. Yeah. I, know. I was hoping that WWE would continue on with uh, Darren Young getting fluke victories. Mm-hmm. But uh, that that <laughs> clearly did not happen. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I guess they got rid of that really quickly. Yeah, but up next, there was a giant tag team match. The club teamed up with the Wyatts to take on and defeat John Cena, Enzo and Cass, and the New Day in a 12-person tag match. Yeah. Which I think uh, they're I think they're getting better at these multi-person matches because the one that we saw the last time wasn't terrible. And this yeah. one I didn't think was terrible. They, they Obviously, they had that one spot where... Everyone got in the ring and brawled at once, but at when that was over, that led to um, to Cass and, and Braun Strowman being the only two left in the ring. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Face, I, which I, I didn't. That was good. I didn't. I don't think I. I don't buy that part with Cass and Braun Strowman. Why not? Because Braun goes to hit Cass and Cass blocks it, only to hit Strowman in the face. I don't buy someone like Cass blocking a punch from a guy like Strowman. When Strowman's um, supposed to be... All right. I see what I you're mean, saying. Yeah, Colin Cassidy's tall as hell. Yeah. But, like, Braun Strowman is a strong man. Yeah. Like, 
That's like blocking in punch from Mark Henry. I mean, it's I mean like, he's a weightlifter, but... Like, even more so. Like, Braun Strowman's got height and width and, and muscle. Like, he's, like... He's, mm-hmm. like, he's like WWE's Hulk right now. Mark Henry was a weightlifter. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And then Strowman was just a strongman competitions, right? Or was I, I he don't know if he was too? also... I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he was also a weightlifter, but... Hmm. Uh, no, sure. Enzo ended up clotheslining um, John Cena. I almost. I thought that was kind of an awkward spot. Why is that? It just looked weird when he went for the clothesline to Cena. Well, just, I mean, obviously AJ ducked it. Yeah, but it just looked bad. Like the end, the clothesline that Enzo gave looked like Summer Rae just gave the clothesline. What it just didn't mean? look. Good. It didn't look like mean? a. It didn't look like a good clothesline. Oh, okay, what the heck does that mean? That Summer Rae gave the clothesline. Okay, I gave the wrong person. Charlotte. <laughs> or Dana Brooke. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not trash talking anyone anymore. I don't think. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you never know if I will, but. Yeah, there he goes once again, Brandon the flip flopper. <laughs> no, I mean, because there's just so much you can say about one person not being good. Yeah. But that, so that one day where she proves Brandon wrong and puts on a <laughs> five-star match. Which is really funny because I was just saying I, literally yesterday to somebody that if I – like because obviously, I mean, if you're listening to this, you know we don't do interviews at all. So I was saying if we were to ever interview somebody – It would be Charlotte. I would No, no. I was saying I would like to interview – New Day and say, hey, man, like, you know, when you first debuted on the main roster, I really hated you. <laughs> and I want to be like, hey, man, like in, in NXT, I thought you were great. And then you came to the main roster. And I just I could not I couldn't I couldn't get behind it. And then like slowly but surely, like you started doing these backstage segments and that which I got pissed at because like, how could you have this guy backstage who's playing a character on screen TV that's completely the opposite of what is being shown in these backstage segments. And then WWE, what was that? Sorry. What is that, your cell phone? I clicked the wrong thing. No, it was on my cell phone. I clicked the wrong thing. I clicked into a preview for Injustice, Gods Among Us by accident, yeah. even though it's been out for like five years. So, and then WWE eventually let Big E do what he was doing in those backstage segments with New Day and New Day like it completely so I think it'd be fun to interview him and be like hey man you completely changed me <laughs> I, for some reason I wanted you to say hey man uh, you you complete me yeah no, I, definitely I don't know why but that if, be... if he completed me I would be willing to spend twelve ninety nine on yeah on Pudios, and that's definitely not the case uh, I'm a little jealous of uh, well I mean see that's the thing they probably just they probably just tastes like Lucky Charms. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm a little jealous of Noelle Foley. She got to try them, but if you really think about it, why? I am not. I don't care about Lucky Charms. I, I, just, I just think Lucky Charms. I think Lucky Charms are delicious, magically. So <laughs> but I just, why like, I don't care. No, I just don't care about trying Lucky Charms. Like, I don't need to, like, oh, damn it, I can't try Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, so... 
I understand a little bit of what you're trying to say, but on the other hand, I also don't understand a little bit what you're trying to say. It's like I'm not terribly upset at the fact at, at the price of Budios that I won't be buying Budios because I know what they taste like already. I think I know what you're trying to say. I are it's like so. it's like you can't buy lettuce, but like you already know what lettuce tastes like, so it's like eh, okay, I, I don't need to buy lettuce. Oh, now I totally get what you're trying to say. All right, cool. I don't so. <laughs> Um, yeah. Where were we? Barry uh, Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, Corbin picked up the victory over Sikara. Which, this it was barely a match. Yeah. It, it Obviously, end of days got hit. That was it. But uh, Corbin beat him down afterwards, and uh, Kalisto ran down to, to try and make the save, but he turned his back on Corbin, who was outside the ring, pulled Kalisto out, boom, clothesline from behind, knocked out Kalisto, but um, this, it's interesting here because earlier in the day, the Lucha Dragons announced via Facebook that they were going to split up for the draft. Yeah. But they were but always I mean, going to, they said that they were always going to have each other's back. So here, yeah. so I guess obviously this is going to lead to a Kalisto versus Corbin feud. Yeah, probably. But it's just, uh, it's interesting because they announced that Lucha Dragons were split, but they didn't announce anything with the Wyatts. They, like, the Wyatts were just single competitors for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know why why they did that. Which is, I guess, the same thing as... I don't... Was the, I don't remember if the club was a tag team on that list. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they yeah. were also split. But up next, after that, we saw a tag team match between Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks teaming up to defeat Charlotte and Dana Brooke only by disqualification. Um, my only gripe with this is the fact that Natalia wasn't already involved in it. I, I agree she, with you. She's the one that caused the disqualification. She tossed Becky Lynch into the barricade during the match. But, like, why? I, I don't... If, I mean, I, I get why she wasn't. I mean, but you could have had her and Charlotte team up. Or even her and Dana. Yeah. Charlotte's the champion. Have her and Dana my, team up. My thoughts exactly. But I'm not... I have no investment in Natalia versus Becky Lynch. I just want to see Becky Lynch succeed and not really Natalia. Well, I so, mean, who says that? I mean, obviously... <laughs> who uh, says fan? that to somebody? Like, oh, I want... Like, I, mean, I, I never once said I don't want to see Charlotte succeed. No, you just say that you hope that... Randy Orton tears his shoulder when he's I don't fresh again. say that. I <laughs> don't think I've ever said that. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Let's and I don't here. hope he tears his shoulder again because I'm sure that hopes. I just hope I was hoping he would get drafted to NXT. Yeah. I don't need to see Randy Orton on my television. I don't think. Uh, unfortunately, people disagree with you. That's so. I mean, you could absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm one of them that don't disagree with you. So. Alright, next up you have Rusev and Sheamus team up to take on and defeat Ziggler and Ryder. The fantasy WrestleMania match. Solo. Solo. I have to say I was very happy to watch Dolph Ziggler and Zack Ryder team up. Because they have that out-of-the-ring friendship that we see in backstage promos that we used to get to see on Z True Long Island Story. And now we finally got to see it on live TV. I know they teamed up on like a super superstars or main event, but like that's not raw. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. 
Uh, unfortunately, they lost, but uh, yeah. it, was, it was Dolph Ziggler that lost the match, not Zack Ryder, which is an interesting thing, and I'll touch on that more once we get to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event time, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins ended in a no contest for the WWE Championship. Well, it didn't end in a no contest. Well, it, it ended in a double pin. No, well, overall, that means a no contest. I say it's a double pin. A double pin is a no contest. There's no winner. I mean, they said double pin. I think I, I thought the match was good. I um, yeah. Well, both of their it was. Shoulders, I was a big fan of the end of the match. Both of their shoulders were on the mat when the referee counted the three, which I did not have a problem with the way the match ended. My problem was the way Raw ended. Because Why? Stephanie McMahon, I mean, you didn't have a problem with the way the match ended. No, I you, did not. You said you liked it. Why did you like it? I liked it because I liked the double pin, and I liked that it set up the live SmackDown for a rematch. So that didn't. That didn't. That did oh. not set it up for the... Well, that's what happens when you don't follow WWE Network. But no, but that's all... Yeah, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> and the reason why I did not like the, the way Raw ended was because Stephanie McMahon grabbed the mic, she grabbed the title, and announced Seth Rollins was the new WWE Champion and the winner of that match. Raw went off the air. Seth Rollins had the championship title, went off the air as champion. Yeah, so I actually thought that we had a new champion, but I was also surprised I that, that no too. one was talking about it. I thought the exact same thing, too, except uh, a few seconds later, I see on Twitter that Shane McMahon announced Dean Ambrose was the winner and that Dean Ambrose was still champion. But and, now this is where I start to not like things. But that's incorrect for you to not like things because that doesn't start yet until next week. Because yeah. Vince McMahon, yes, they, the commentary was very specific about it, that Vince McMahon gave Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon the power of Monday Night Raw. All right. And then once the SmackDown Live would happen and the draft, then they get Stephanie as Raw, Shane McMahon as SmackDown. All right, I'm okay with that. So then. Shane announced that Dean Ambrose was, in fact, the winner, blah, blah, blah. The referee asked for a replay of it. They played a replay from every angle you could ever possibly expect from WWE um, on the, the Titan Tron for the referee. And the referee ruled it a draw. And then Seth Rollins ended up attacking Dean Ambrose, but eventually he got hit with dirty deeds. But this all took place on the WWE Network, which I don't know how they could expect me to have switched to the WWE Network when there was absolutely no mention of this happening. Why would I assume, like, oh, Raw just ended. Seth Rollins went off TV yeah. as a champion. Why would I assume to go to the network right away and, and see this? They should have said, like, we are headed. We have to head off the air, but go to WWE Network to find out what happens or watch this unfold. Like, I had no idea. And then later on, I don't know if this was on the WWE Network or if this was, like, a WWE Network exclusive on YouTube or whatever. Shane McMahon, um, Stephanie was getting uh, interviewed by Renee Young, and then, Stephanie, uh, then Shane McMahon came into the picture and was like, hey, guess what? I'm going to announce a title match for a rematch for SmackDown where we'll be seeing Dean Ambrose, WWE Champion, versus Seth Rollins, Challenger, for the WWE Championship again, which that pissed me off again because what the hell do I need to see this match for two times now in a row 
when you have the the match itself on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. how that's like what kind of build up that is. For I, you know, but okay. I and I still think I said last week that the the championship match should have been the one to open Monday Night Raw. Didn't open Monday Night Raw. Closed Monday Night Raw. And I also completely forgot halfway through Raw they were like, oh, by the way, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. I was like, whoops, forgot about that. Which I was disappointed with the fact that I still had to come to watch that. But it was a good match. Stupid ending. Uh, well, stupid ending of Raw. Uh, not a good one going into a pay-per-view. Not a good one going into a draft. However... Uh, done with that. Now moving on to SmackDown Live, the uh, SmackDown Live, the first official uh, in the the series, I guess you would say, because we have seen live episodes of SmackDown before on Tuesdays. Yeah, someone agree. Um, we're gonna go over the match results first, and then go over the draft picks. Like, yeah. So if you want to listen to just the draft pick, just fast forward by like maybe thirty minutes. I mean, I don't think this is gonna take us thirty minutes to get through SmackDown, but. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but SmackDown, they uh, they opened up and did draft picks. But uh, we'll, like I said, we'll come. Yeah, we'll dive more into that a little bit after. The first, first match. match was John Cena with Enzo and Cass by his side, taking on Luke Gallows, uh, also with AJ Styles and Carl Anderson by his side. Which I have to say, it's like a breath of fresh air, kind of, to uh, to see John Cena wrestling on SmackDown. I agree. I like John Cena on SmackDown. And I thought this was a good match. Yeah. And I popped big time because when they went to commercial break, they actually aired the match still going on in the corner through the through all the commercials and stuff. Which I, I was hoping that they were going to do that all night, but that was not the case. I believe that was the only time that happened. There were other times where it was like the middle of a match where I was... Hoping mm-hmm. for more footage, but it wasn't the case. Yes, yeah, sometimes the advertisers pay for that stuff. Yeah, but still, like, I mean, you you were still getting your commercial. And there was no yeah. sound from WWE. Uh huh. But Enzo and Cass uh, ended up getting up on the apron. Uh, AJ Styles and Carl Anderson also got up on the apron, and then Enzo and Cass got in the ring, which led to the club trying to get into the ring, and they. Ran at Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass tossed him up over the over the ring, over the top rope. Top rope, yep. And uh, Cena came in, swooped up Luke Gallows, hit him the attitude adjustment, and then they they won. Yeah, picking him the big old victory over there. But uh, that's, next, that's definitely. Yeah. I was gonna say that's definitely a prime example of John Cena attaching himself to a super popular tag team. Hey, you can't fault him though. Good job, no, Cena. Absolutely not, yeah. Knows okay. how to play the game. Exactly. So next up you had Darren Young team up with Zach Ryder to pick the victory over Rusev and Miz. What is uh, your thought about the finish of this match? Well, uh, well, first let's I'll say that this match was based off of their respective feuds with each other. Darren Me-ish. Young with Miz and the Me-ish. Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. And Zack Ryder with Rusev and the United States Championship. Um, I guess Darren Young's going to be using the crossface chicken wing now. Which um, I, I don't really have a problem with that. You know what? I like it, but I don't like the way that he put it on. It looked, I don't know, it looked amateur. I don't know. 
I like the way Marty Skrull puts on that cross-faced chicken ring. Have you seen his? I must. His, he, lo- his, he, he like, locks in there. I feel like Darren Young, it's just kind of like, eh? Like, there's no, there's nothing behind it. Well, what I was going to say earlier, well, what I alluded to earlier when we spoke about Zack Ryder, um, I'm hoping since Darren Young won this going into the pay-per-view that he won't win on Sunday. And because it wasn't Ryder that won this match for the team and because it wasn't Ryder who lost that match on Monday Night Raw, that Zack Ryder can hopefully go to Battleground and defeat Rusev to become the United States champion again. I hope so. Then, I hope so. That, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but next, next, jeans. Bray Wyatt took on and defeated Xavier Woods. I was not a fan of this. I I went back and forth. Um, me not being a fan, and in the sense, I didn't understand why this was a match. Um, <laughs> because like Bray Wyatt's the leader. I get that Xavier Woods has been, like, the only one from New Day to be, like, nervous of the Wyatts. Mm-hmm. But why not have him face Eric Rowan or Braun Strowman and then go on to Battleground to have the the six-man tag? I just wasn't a fan of this because of the interact. Like, at first, like you know, Bray, Xavier Woods has his fear and everything like that. And Bray Wyatt, the, it was just something, I don't know. See what I guess I, maybe it was more of a Woods overcoming his fear, maybe? I don't know. But I, I did like how Xavier Woods was able to hit a bunch of moves to where, like, you thought he had control of the match, but when he went to go hit um, hit the honor roll, the, the clothesline that he does, Bray Wyatt did that spider walk thing, and he stopped in his tracks, which allowed Bray Wyatt to eventually hit sister abigail and win so i would have liked to have seen more involvement from new day and the wyatts on the outside but that that didn't happen i I agree i mean i I didn't like that the sister abigail was out of nowhere i mean yeah i get it that it was supposed to be but i don't know there was something about it maybe it was just the way that they clipped it on youtube that i don't like oh yeah so next up you ended up having uh kane and Kevin Owens and uh, nice little little bit. It was it was supposed to be a match, but I, uh, when Kevin Owens was coming out during his entrance, of course, Sami Zayn attacked him from behind. Uh, to which Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn then brawled, and uh, that eventually led into the ring. And Kevin Owens pushed Sami Zayn into Kane, and Kane went to choke slam him, and then grabbed like Kevin Owens like ha ha basically. And Kane also grabbed Kevin Owens and then hit a double choke slam on both of them. Yeah, I was surprised that we were gonna about to quote unquote see Kane in a in a match on SmackDown. Yeah, right. You know what? I think that it's pretty cool that they are setting up Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to be a tag team after this. What? I'm thinking that they're gonna. I wouldn't say that was setting that up at all. Kevin Owens think, mocked Sami Zayn. Yeah, but I think that they're gonna be lined up as kind of like a what is it, bedfellows kind of. Yep. And I feel like they're gonna be an unhappy like Rock and Sock. I think that they're gonna be well, an Rock unhappy. And Sock, Rock and Sock wasn't unhappy, so. 
at first they were the rock mm-hmm. wasn't didn't want to be involved in that well the rock but full it's good i think it's going to be something like that where they're against their will put together because if you think about it the last time uh yeah, with no, Jer- makes sense with Jericho, they both attacked Jericho at the same time, too, on the yeah. highlight reel, like, two weeks ago or a week ago. And now the both of them are taking a chokeslam together. So they're keeping them... I think that after their match, they may end up being aligned together, whether uh, happy or not happy. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Whether they're faces or heels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. But what if I was to tell you that Brock does what Brock wants? I believe you because you, you're Paul Heyman. <laughs> it's good-ish. <laughs> up next, you had Charlotte teaming up with Dana to defeat Sasha Banks in a handicap match, which I did not understand this at all. Yeah. I, I, like, I get that they want to show that Sasha Banks didn't really have a partner, but... I don't know. I feel like this could have been done differently. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have been, like, an attack backstage or something. Yeah, it didn't have to be in the ring as a match. I, I just, especially as a handicap match, I just, I don't get it. I don't know. But Sasha Banks already uh, addressed internet and said it's not going to be Bailey as her partner. It's going to be Naomi. I still, she didn't announce that, but, I mean, based off of, well, no, based off the brand, Sasha Banks is on Raw. I would have to assume Paige, based off of the brand. Hmm, interesting pick right there. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, I said last week, I think, either Paige or Naomi. Yeah. So, but based off of the brand, it's, I mean, Paige's on Raw, Sasha Banks on Raw, but it still could be Trish Stratus, you never, never say never. Never say never. Up uh, after that, we had Chris Jericho defeat Cesaro, uh, which I think was probably my favorite match of the night. And it's funny for me to say that because I don't like Chris Jericho on my TV in 2016 all the time. And I disagree. I, I like it. You can't disagree with me not liking it. I completely do. You should not be opposed to it. I, 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 I like the end of it, too. I like the codebreaker out of the your of all the rebound. Yeah, he was gonna hit the Cesar was gonna hit the uppercut, the springboard uppercut, and he turned right into a codebreaker. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a fine match. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Not much more to say. But yeah. that, but like there are some times that Chris Jericho can pull those matches out that I do enjoy watching, and that this was definitely one of them. So, yeah. 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 So, next up is your main event no, of the no, evening. No, 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 Next up was oh, going to be Natalia versus Alicia Fox. Yeah, your main event of the evening. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't even think I saw, I, I don't, definitely didn't see Alicia Fox out there, so I don't know if she was going to be supposed to be coming out next, but uh, it never happened because Becky Lynch uh, attacked Natalia. Blindside Natalia. Yeah, but like this is their whole feud has been nothing but that. Yeah, it's been nothing about nothing but attacking each other. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to the feud being over. But now they're both on the same brand. Um, but I don't know. I'm a fan of Becky Lynch. 
I'm not not a fan of Natalia. I just there she just doesn't I'm have not. charisma. At least you're finally admitting it. I never didn't admit that she doesn't have charisma. I just I think she's when she, it comes to Natalia being a pro wrestler, she's a pro wrestler. She's, she's I mean no personality, no nothing. <laughs> but she's got <laughs> she can wrestle though. That's the thing. Uh, it depends on the day. Depends on the day of the week. Well, speaking of the day of the week, the day of the week was Tuesday. SmackDown was live, and Dean Ambrose, the WWE Champion, defeated Seth Rollins. Uh, there were some points in that match where I actually thought uh, or began to think that Seth Rollins might actually leave SmackDown as WWE Champion. And uh, this was another... I thought this was a fun match, and I was a big fan of the end of it. What's the what's superplex it? into the dirty deeds. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought it was good. But I do hope that Dean Ambrose retains on Sunday. Really? I, because I don't want this to lead to... Yeah, no, I want him to retain it. And I, and I don't want it to turn into, like, Rollins versus Reigns on Raw, where Stephanie McMahon introduces a new title. Oh, I agree with you. I just want one championship. I don't know who from SmackDown would be the next logical person to get a title shot. Probably Dol- would- uh, Dolph Ziggler or Zack Ryder. No, seriously though, Dean Ambrose on Raw, I mean on SmackDown, SmackDown doesn't really have that many main event superstars where like, as far as SummerSlam goes... Yeah. Like, Randy Orton's covered. Randy Orton's going to be facing Brock, so he already has that next match. But maybe Bray Wyatt could be the next challenger. Mm. I don't know. But uh, SmackDown basically went off the air, cut off at 10 p.m. I thought that was funny. Like it was Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, just right off. Yeah. But that that was SmackDown. Let's get into the actual draft now. Yeah, let's do it up. Kick it off. How do we? How do you want to just go down who was drafted on Raw and who was drafted on SmackDown? Or yeah, we could cover the Raw. Actually, we're talking about SmackDown. Let's cover who got drafted, drafted to SmackDown. Let's talk about it. Why not? I mean, let me just pull that There's stuff. also there's also Raw there. Yeah, but I mean, or why you want to do every other? You do. You lead. I'll follow. I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, right. we'll start. We'll start with the number one draft pick of the whole entire draft. Raw had the overall first draft picked uh, pick, and Raw also had for every two SmackDown picks, Raw had a third. Yeah, because Raw has a third hour, and there were going to be six NXT draftees. Yeah. Um, the first overall draft pick was from Raw, and it was Seth Rollins. And. Is that yeah, number is that, two? Huh? Is, is that not a stupid pick? No, that's a great pick. Would you not want the WWE champion on your brand as first? No, pick? I would. If I, it works because Stephanie McMahon and Seth Rollins have their history. They, he is the reason why they are they are back in the WWE. Hmm. I'm completely fine with this pick. It's kind of like. I, I'm good. I'm good with it. There were some internet rumblings that Seth Rollins was not the original first pick. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, that Brock Lesnar was supposed to be the first pick. And due to the whole uh, the steroid, supposed steroid use, they bumped him. Oh. It was supposed to be Brock as number one and Dean Ambrose as number two. That's all internet rumors, though. Yeah, I wouldn't believe that. I mean, Brock is pretty high up there. Yeah, but even still, you're gonna he's facing uh, Randy Orton at the pay-per-view. I think that would have been stupid. Yeah, well... Uh, number two was Dean Ambrose, though, the WWE champion. Uh, for SmackDown. Yeah, and then, uh, surprising, a very high spot, uh, Charlotte was drafted to Raw. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I really... I mean, actually, they're both live shows, and if it's three hours, I'd rather her be on the show that has three hours as opposed to being crammed into two. But now this leads to the question, um... If there will, if there won't be a, another WWE Championship, and let's say Dean Ambrose has the WWE Championship and is feuding for the championship on SmackDown, will there be a main event consisting of women ever? Maybe not with Charlotte, or at least I hope not with Charlotte. <laughs> let's let's go with the next person and just finish off SmackDown. Uh, as in what? Just go down SmackDown's list. Okay, so AJ Styles was drafted to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, John Cena was drafted to SmackDown. Randy Orton drafted. Bray Wyatt. Becky Lynch. Uh, the Miz with Maurice. Yeah, you got a combo deal right there. Baron Corbin. Um, then the second NXT draft picks were American Alpha. Yeah, which, that's phenomenal. Can't wait to see them on SmackDown. Yeah, I think that is an awesome pick. Uh, that's a lot of fun too, especially they're on the show with like, with, I can see them I mean, and Ziggler I would love and to see, Yeah, I was just going to say, I would love to see them work with Ziggler. I mean, most likely, uh, they're going to have a first feud with like, uh, Rizango, but let's keep on going. American Alpha, you said already, uh, Dolph <laughs> Ziggler. Uh, Natalia, Alberto Del Rio. The Usos and Kane. Uh, Kalisto, Naomi. So Naomi did not get split up from the Usos. Yeah, the Ascension uh, kept them together. This was all at this point. Um, who was the last draft pick on Raw? Why can't I remember who was last drafted? Maybe Sheamus or Cesaro. Cesaro, but that's that's Raw. So Naomi, no, Naomi couldn't have been. I don't know. Just I think maybe I think Kane might have been like the last pick for SmackDown, and like this was all supplemental draft after that. But okay. uh, Zack Ryder was drafted to SmackDown. Apollo Cruz, um, someone that definitely has deserved it for a long time. Uh, Alexa Bliss, one of I think our uh, favorite picks from uh, the draft and from NXT. Definitely. Also, uh, like you had said, Brazongo got drafted. Eva one Marie. Of, yeah, drafted. one of my actual favorites is, is Eva Marie. Marie. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm she, happy she's, that she's, I, she will. Mar, she will be a great heel, and I think she will be able to develop the same amount of heat that Vicky Guerrero used to get. Whether or not they like use her right away, I, I don't know. But um, I mean, she got a bad rap when she debuted. Due to the fact that she was untrained, yeah, and had her first I, match, and then she put in so much time and effort, and nobody 
wants mm-hmm. to care about that. Yeah, but the thing is, I think that that could all play into her her benefit. I actually oh, thought that would be because, a good idea. I mean, because she gets booed regardless. Which exactly. ProWrestlingTeam.com slash marking out. She gets booed huge. I mean, there's I really know, I, very I've, few I've people seen, that actually get like... I've seen her wrestle live. I know how it is. I know how yeah, it works. People, I, I don't think that anybody else in the WWE gets Eva Marie. I mean, John, John Cena, but he gets cheers as well. But, but he, gets, he gets cheers as well. But she gets heat. And it's not like character heat. It's like people actually dislike her because of who she is, how she got her start with the WWE without training and everything like that. Um, and then just, I think that there's actual heat there from the fans. It's not just, Oh, I don't like her because she beat up my favorite wrestler. It's like people are like, she is awful. She doesn't deserve to be there. And you know what? We all said the same thing about Vicky Guerrero. So I really hope that Eva Marie could prove the haters wrong. But talking about haters, the next two people, Claude Villains, they got drafted. Yeah, as did Eric Rowan. So Eric Rowan joined Bray Wyatt on SmackDown. I don't mm-hmm. know if they'll be together, but uh, also then the last two picks for SmackDown were NXT picks, one being Mojo Rawley and the other being Carmella. So Carmella, Carmella is, yes, Hype Bros are there and potentially. And Carmella is now uh, on SmackDown, separated from Enzo's cast. But I think yeah, it'll I be... might as well cut ahead and say that they were there. She separated from Enzo's cast. I was going to say I but... think it's better for her in the long run. Yeah, but this looks like a heavy tag team show. Uh, I SmackDown. I don't see that. I'd rather I don't know. I'd rather see the tag teams on SmackDown than the tag teams on Raw. To be honest, but especially with American Alpha now over there. Well, you have five tag teams on SmackDown. One, two, three, four. Count Hypros. Can we count Ryder and Ziggler as one, two? You have five on SmackDown. How many did I say? I mean, how many did you say on SmackDown? Uh, you just said five. Yeah, so there's five on Raw, five on SmackDown, not including the Hypros, because the Hypros mm-hmm. haven't been anything. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, drafted after Charlotte to Raw was the first NXT draft pick, um, which is Finn Balor. Yeah, huge pop from the crowd. Uh, huge honor. I mean, the guy, dude, he got drafted before John Cena. Yeah, that's true. So if if these draft picks were like like legit real life, is it not stupid? I mean, is it definitely stupid that they didn't right away go for, like, the heavy hitters of NXT? What do you mean? Like, if this wasn't, like, if this wasn't scripted, it's mm-hmm. dumb for them to not pick Bailey. It's dumb for oh, them yeah. to not pick Nakamura. Of course. Of course, yes. Um, next up you have, this was an odd pairing. Because it was back-to-back picks. Not in order, but, like... For Raw, they have Roman Reigns, and then the next pick was Brock Lesnar. Very odd. I, I understand you want them in the top rung of everything, but with all these uh, the speculation and the rumors and the drug tests and everything like that, to have them go back to back, I that's very questionable. I still think Brock Lesnar is an awful draft pick. He's never there. We yeah, just, but it's just, we just, Right, but like we just discussed it earlier... 
that Brock Lesnar, the next time he's showing up on television, is SummerSlam. That, this That's is like saying that Kane, Kane is an awful draft pick. Yeah, but... The I, guy just returned last week. I do think Kane is an awful draft pick. I think Mark Henry was an awful draft pick. I think Big Show's an awful draft pick. But this, specifically Brock Lesnar, is as if, like, Shane McMahon or Stephanie's like, I draft The Rock. I draft Triple H. I draft Undertaker. It's like, these people aren't here. Yeah, but still. Brock Lesnar's uh, not here. Yes, he's involved in a current storyline, but there's not even a storyline. The storyline doesn't even get to start until, until Sunday at Battleground when Randy Orton makes his return to WWE for the highlight reel. But that's also the first time that that storyline is going to be able to continue for that title with Roman Reigns. I mean, we haven't heard from him since his suspension. Well, I was more so talking about Lesnar. Roman Reigns is a mainstay. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, Yes, he was suspended, but he's clearly not going yeah. anywhere from WWE. Brock Lesnar, on the other hand, he'll do SummerSlam. We don't know what his next step after that is. A house show? Yeah. We don't know. But what we do know is that New Day are together. And they are on Monday Night Raw. So, yeah. happy about that. Sami Zayn got drafted to Raw, as did Sasha Banks. Jericho. Uh, yeah, Rusev with Lana. Kevin Owens and Antoine Cass. Kevin Owens, way too long to get drafted. I actually am very happy with it, with how long he got. I'm happy that he got drafted where he did, and that he got drafted after Sami Zayn, because it only adds into the character that is Kevin Owens, the guy that is overlooked. That isn't given enough credit for what he has been doing. The guy that is playing second fiddle to Sami Zayn at many moments. So for character-wise and for feud-wise, I'm very happy with Kevin Owens in his position. And he even already started playing off of that when he was on the uh, draft uh where the draft panel where he appeared saying that he's not wearing the raw t-shirt because of the position that they did draft him in because he wasn't higher up yeah, he said, and he should have been. He was like, you want me to wear your shirt? Draft me higher next time. Yeah. Uh, so really, storyline-wise yeah, no, character-wise, yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, the club got drafted to Raw, which split up the club, as in AJ Styles is on SmackDown and Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows are on Raw, but they went on to say uh, it's divide and conquer. Yeah, but also now you have the club still together. Which I, I like. <laughs> I have now you have the Balor club. Yes, Finn Balor is on Monday Night Raw, as is uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. So will they cross paths? Time will tell with that. Um, I mean, it should be we, very interesting. We could see it this Sunday at Battleground. I mean, I'm still not a firm believer that, yes, the club did get drafted to SmackDown, but I could also see the club playing that NWO-ish uh, stable or DX stable where they don't really – they'll break the rules. They'll appear on SmackDown just a lot, be with AJ Styles and help him out. I don't see that happening. Okay, okay. But cool. although Booker T did say, like, maybe people can get traded or whatnot – I don't know if that was like huh. that was that could have just been Booker T not that could just be some ducky wucky quack quack stuff. Shucky ducky quack quack. Yeah, that's and I have to say I did enjoy they had 
throughout the whole night of SmackDown, they had a secondhand experience on a second screen experience on the WWE Network live, following every yeah. draft pick and everything. I was enjoying. I that. thought that was smart. Yeah, Big Show got drafted, and they they brought him in, and he's basically saying that he wants to help the 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 guys of tomorrow. Yeah. Which I mean, hello, you do that in NXT, Big Show. Big Show. Got drafted. Which but, is definitely where I wanted Big Show to go was NXT, but that's not a thing, so. Well, talking about going and away from NXT, though, Nia Jax uh, picked up from NXT. Yeah, she was uh, the cousin first. Cousin of The Rock. She was the first female to uh, get drafted. Yeah, a very surprising pick. And... Very disappointing pick. I still think that Nia Jax is very uh, green, and I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, I don't. I don't. More. I don't think she's uh, ready for the main roster just yet. But um, she was. I mean, she's going to be the last NXT pick that we speak about. And on that note of NXT draft picks, when they showed live reactions on the WWE Network and on YouTube. Of all of them getting drafted, the reactions were so that genuine. That was cool. Yeah, I really liked that because it's like she had no idea she was getting drafted. Yeah. And it was just, they were all, all of them had genuine reactions, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, you had Neville, Cesaro, Sheamus. Yeah, Golden Truth got drafted to Raw, Titus O'Neil and Paige. Um, yeah, Darren Young with Bob Backlund, Sin Cara, Jack Swagger. Yeah, Sin Cara is officially split up on a different brand with uh, Kalisto, which I would have assumed, I would have swore that uh, it would have been Kalisto on Raw due to the Cruiserweight division and Sin Cara on SmackDown. Um, but You know what, I'm okay with Kalisto on SmackDown. Yeah, that's the thing. Especially that's I was with say, John maybe, Cena and Randy Orton over there. I was going to say, maybe there's, like I said before, with the Cruiserweight division, maybe there's something bigger for Kalisto. Yeah. WWE champion, that could be a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Not uh, so far-fetched. Yeah, Jack Swagger, Dudley Boy, Summer Rae, Mark Henry. Braun Strowman was drafted to Monday Night Raw, separating him from Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan, which is an odd choice Mm -hmm. but uh the next pick the next pick was Bo Dallas where all of uh the social outcasts celebrated until they realized that it was just Bo Dallas but um we'll get back to that in a second yeah the other shining stars yeah shining stars Alicia Fox Dana Brooke so Dana Brooke of course she joins Charlotte um and then the the last Drag. Which I think is smart to save her for last, for one of the last people. Yeah, and then the, like the last uh, draft pick that Raw had was Curtis Axel. And Heath Slater went undrafted. He's not the only wrestler that went undrafted, though. Yeah, he is. The only non-injured wrestler that went undrafted. Okay. Because the other ones weren't part of it. Oh, Luke I thought it was part Emma... Rosa Mendez, if you want to count her. No, we don't. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Emma. Yeah. So. But Luke Harper was surprisingly left I out. I don't think it was surprisingly because he's not. That's why I don't and think he's Brock Lesnar. Yes, what? but he's not. They weren't being drafted as the Wyatts. They were being drafted separately, which they never But did explained. you also see his latest tweet? I did, which he tweeted out saying thank you and goodbye. 
He said, like, thank you. And then he tweeted out a number, I think. So I don't know what he that means. He tweeted out a number. But I don't know if this means that Luke Harper is leaving the company. Was the number that he tweeted out how many days left till he could compete on the indies? What is it till he returns? Is it his draft pick number? I don't know. Are you kidding me? He didn't get drafted. Clearly, it's not his draft pick number. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe there's no supplemental supplemental draft. <laughs> but know. back to the undrafted. I I think that's the I I hated this, and I liked it at the same time. I hated it because. You have Curtis Axel. First, you have Bo Dallas getting drafted to Raw. Okay, social outcasts are about, about to be split up. Then the, the draft pick comes in. It's Curtis Axel also on Raw, which means social outcasts are still there on Raw together. And for whatever reason, they were drafted separately just to get not have Heath Slater. To me, those are wasted draft picks there. I don't know. I don't think it's wasted. It, it's 100% is because they're both on the show. Look at the club. That's as if they drafted yeah, Luke they, Gallows and then drafted what? I think that is good because look what it, it made for a funny set. Uh, it made for a funny segment Slater where, where the thing ends and Heath Slater goes, Hey, Shane, Stephanie, where the hell's my pick? Yeah, I think it's funny. I think it's good. I think it's good television. Uh, WWE.com. I mean, they, you had nobody else there to be drafting. Right, but still, that doesn't, to me, it just doesn't make, that like literally literally does not make sense to me. I don't know. I'm completely fine with it. I like it. WWE.com posted an article teasing him going to the independence and everything, which I thought was stupid. Will Heath Slater show up in Evolve? I don't think so. You never know. I could see it. Why not? I don't know. But uh, with the WWE draft, they announced new commentary teams. Uh, for Monday Night Raw, there's going to be led by Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, and making his way from NXT to WWE Monday Night Raw, Corey Graves. Congratulations, Corey Graves. And then SmackDown, uh, led by, I assume led by JBL, I'm going to say, uh, with Mauro Ranallo, and for whatever reason, David Otunga. I guess his yeah. like, one-week, two-week tryout for commentary did him good i'm just i don't get that at all i didn't enjoy him on commentary when we heard it the last week or whatever mm-hmm. um but that means no jerry lawler uh which is kind of disappointing but kind of exciting at the same time because it's like we always complain about lawler but yes yeah. but sometimes it's good but I guess we, we more so complain about Jerry Lawler and wanting him off commentary so we can get Renee Young on commentary. Which Yeah, I would have liked to see her drafted. Which just didn't happen. I would have loved to have seen her be on SmackDown commentary over David Otunga. Um, yeah. But it was also announced that Booker T and Jerry Lawler will now host the kickoff shows. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, is it? I don't know. Nah, gets them some airtime. So that was basically that was basically the complete SmackDown WWE Raw draft. Yeah. Um, and then next week we'll start the official first of the firsts. First of the firsts. Uh, moving on from SmackDown to some NXT. Uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe actually defeated Rhino in a pretty uh, fast match. Yeah, which really. 
is a strong return for Rhino after but, what happened last week. But there's rumors for him to be coming up to SmackDown. Interesting. So, nobody knows. Uh, you have the Arthur, authors of Pain uh, with Paul Ellering picking up a victory over American Alpha. Uh, but they also attacked them pre-match. Yeah. Uh, wait, so did that even... Was that even a match? I don't remember. Uh, according to Cage Match. Uh, Austin Aries picked up a victory against Patrick Clark from NXT. Yeah, you also have Batewell from Tough Enough. Oh, uh, yeah, not NXT. Well, also NXT, <laughs> but, now, but NXT. I, meant, I meant Tough Enough, yeah. I, I know, I know. Um, Bailey picked up the victory over Nia Jax. Which I think is leading to... that. I think that makes Bailey number one contender again. Yeah, I'm I not, can see that. I'm not positive, but I don't know. I mean, and, and NXT, yeah, they lost one to uh, two women, right? Three. Three? Nia Jax, Carmella, and Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah, Alexa Bliss, yeah. But there are so many more. Yeah. I, I'm I'm, that, I'm happy Bailey didn't get drafted because I still I want her to make NXT history to become the only woman to be a two-time no. uh, women's champion there. And I'm very happy that like Oscar didn't get uh, picked. I'm I told happy you she wasn't NXT, NXT has a lot. Of, I told uh, you your draft picks were so stupid. Another word. Yeah, you had so, you Eva had Marie. Nakamura. Eva Marie was not on an NXT draft pick person. Yeah, but I thought that she was. And, I, and then you argued with me after I even told you she wasn't. Well, that's because I like to argue. I with was you. so convinced that Ty Dillinger was getting. Getting drafted. I thought you were crazy for that pick. I don't think I was because um, there were rumors, not with Ty Dillinger, but there was rumors that um, Mojo wasn't going to get drafted and it was going to be No Way Jose. That's like a far-fetched report. Yeah, I agree. That I have a hard time believing. But the women's division, they do have a lot of women talent down there. And that's especially also, with everyone I, that they signed. I and then tag, also, same thing with tag teams. Yeah. I also I wanted Billy Kay to get drafted to SmackDown, but that didn't yeah. happen. But let her, let her flourish in NXT for now. But American Alpha, that's a big jump for them. It is. I mean, how long is. have they been on the around for? Like, they haven't been around for too long. I, yeah, I couldn't... Uh, yeah, not too long. I mean, enough to make a name, but they're really just hitting their peak of popularity, I'd like to think. And I think that they're going to make a huge impact on live television. Um, talking about live television, I wish that this was live. Uh, Cruiserweight Classic, Tajiri picked up the victory over Damien Slater. Which... And still got it. Yeah, it was fun. It was good to hear Tajiri's uh, music again. Great to see the tarantula. Uh, and I think I would not. I would not be opposed to WWE signing Damian Slater to there NXT. You go. I was impressed with him. Up uh, next, you saw TJ Perkins defeat Damac, and I'm sitting there wringing my head. I'm like, where the hell have I ever seen Damac wrestle before? And it turns out I, I go on on uh, Twitter that night. I'm live tweeting stuff. And I see a Human Tornado tweet saying, I hope Demac gives Human Tornado credit or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly where I've seen him before. This dude 
has taken all of Human Tornado and made it into a Michael Jackson impersonator. And <laughs> I was I was like, oh my god, this is exact. This is this is why I feel like I've seen Demac. I have to rewatch. He was, doing every, he was doing every single thing that, that Human oh, Tornado would do. Human uh, Tornado was a great independent wrestler uh, back in like a few years ago. Well, more than a few years ago. But... Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's the thing, like the, the whole thing, it's like, oh, his promo, the Max promo. First, they air promos for everyone before the matches. They didn't air one for Tajiri, which I think they should have because it's like... For people who are just tuning into this and they don't know who Tajiri is, like, why would they? Like, they're introducing Damian Slater. They're introducing TJ Perkins. Why well, not? Well, they also, they did include uh, Tajiri with that segment with Willie Regal. Where? Not here. Oh, they didn't air that it? That was an internet thing. Oh. I do like that Tajiri's still, like, sick in the head. He's always been one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but next up, but yeah, yeah, but I was going to say, no, 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 I was going to say with Demac is that one of his things in the promo was, um, all my life I wanted to be like Michael Jackson. When the hell did Michael Jackson wrestle? Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> Whatever. Teach their own. But he's not, a, he's not a bad wrestler. I, no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed his athleticism. Good job. But he lost. He's out. Yeah. So, also, Lindsay Dorado picked up the victory over Mustafa Ali. Uh, this match, I was disappointed with the ending of this match because um, Mustafa Ali hit a springboard Spanish fly, which that should have been the ending of the match. I get it that it couldn't have been because they wanted Lindsay to win the match. Yeah. Uh, but then he goes up to the top rope. To hit it, to try to hit an inverted 450, which commentary? Oh my God, we've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neville does it. Okay. Neville. Um, but then then he missed, and Lindsay hit his move and won. How is it possible? Someone just retweeted that Vince McMahon tweet again. It keeps happening. The fire Johnny. It's a porn bot. <laughs> I don't know why. We're, I don't we're know at why. 2.2k retweets. Yeah, but it's a porn bot. In 2016, <laughs> I don't know where the hell these emergence of porn bots have coming from. They keep pissing me off, though. <laughs> Leave our account alone. It doesn't make any sense. It, I don't understand Twitter uh, sometimes. Some like, we were good for, like, a few, like, two to three years on porn bots, and then all for, of a sudden. For the record, this tweet was one of the largest tweets. Even before it got well, like, yeah, all the bots to it. Yeah, obviously. Before the bots, it was a huge tweet that went worldwide. So, been talking about worldwide. <laughs> Akira Tozawa, he picked up the victory over Kenneth Johnson, advancing in this tournament. I was so disappointed that they did not once mention Harlem Heat. Kenneth Johnson's ring gear was almost identical to something an indie worker would wear. If they were trying to be Harlem Heat, nah. But I was I was impressed with this match. Uh, well, actually, I should say I was impressed with most of the match. Um, I didn't I didn't care for the German suplex that Tazawa did. The first German suplex, I should say, because the second one's awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I could I could honestly I out of these four matches. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Tazawa getting signed. I would not mind seeing Lince or Mustafa. 
Um, I mean, T.J. Perkins, mm-hmm. Slater. Yeah, they get a bunch of good talent in this in this tournament. No disagreeing from me. So, yeah. So that was the WWE Cruiserweight Classic. Moving on to some predictions for WWE Battleground taking place this Sunday live at the Verizon Center in Washington D.C., nation's capital. Uh, first off, there are no kickoff matches announced. Uh, because the kickoff show will consist of the highlight reel with Chris Jericho interviewing the returning Randy Orton. Yay. I, uh, I guess yeah. that's like big whoop. How about that? Yeah, I know. It's dumb. I mean, I'm, I'm going out for steak, a steak dinner that night, so. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> for, for my brother's birthday, so I know I could miss that yeah <laughs> so all right but I'll, I'll, get... I'll obviously i'll go back and watch it later on but uh, yeah. as far as the actual pay-per-view goes itself yeah um, one match that you can also miss becky lynch taking on natalia what do you in mean my miss? Opinion, I, in my opinion is a match that you can miss i don't want to miss this i like becky lynch too much <laughs> to that is true to becky not. i wouldn't miss it for you either you just um, you're going her. to miss it don't don't lie you're picking Becky Lynch? Yeah, I'm picking Becky Lynch. I'm going to go Becky Lynch as well. Copycat. Yeah, let's see if you pick the same here. All right, go for it. Uh, let's go with the New Day versus the Wyatt family. This um, is, of course, uh, the the Wyatts are on, uh, or New Day, I should say, are on Raw. Braun Strowman's on Raw. Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan are on SmackDown. So this could be, in fact, the last time we ever see New Day as a unit compete. You want to take it first? I'm going to say the longest reigning W. You're not going to do it with me. W-E-T-E tag team champion. Is it? It's world. We missed world, didn't we? Oh, uh, did we redo it then? I think it's the W W E World Tag Team Champions. New Day. I hope people appreciate that. <laughs> I'm picking that too. Yeah, so now who's copying who, huh? Well, I think the entire time you were kind of imitating me, so. I literally picked New Day before <laughs> you did. Uh, next up, we're going to have Sami Zayn taking on Kevin Owens. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. I think that we're going to fuel some, let's fuel some of this hatred that Kevin Owens has. Let's build up. I was also going to go with Sami Zayn. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. Well, for that reason, I'll let you choose the next match. We're going to go with another six-man tag match of Battleground. That being John Cena, Enzo Amore, Big Cass, Colin Cassidy, taking on the club, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. John Cena is on SmackDown. AJ Styles is on SmackDown. Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Enzo, and Cass are on Monday Night Raw. I am going to pick... Ooh. Think wisely. Do you want me to pick first? I got my pick written down. I'm going to say the club. Oh. Wow. Well, I'm going to be going with John Cena, Enzo, and Cass. That's interesting. That's like, that's like, damn. 
Because that's the thing. Because if... <laughs> that's like, damn. Because, like, if... If Finn Balor debuts... That'd be insane. Who does he go on to feud with on Raw from that? That's just... That leaves Enzo I can see and, and Enzo it, it, cast feud with yeah, the club. But if, if Balor does debut, I could see him showing up like uh, showing up on the stage, AJ Styles looking at him, and then Gallows and Anderson attacking AJ from behind, leaving him in the ring to be picking up by Enzo and Cass, and then uh, Gallows and Anderson walk up the ramp to align themselves to do the, the two sweet. New with Japan Gallows. did it. New Japan did it. Yeah, right. Right? Didn't they do something similar yeah. to that? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. Like that, except the other way around. Uh, AJ turned on uh, Balor. Right. But I'm, so. I'm going with the club, and you're going with Cena, Enzo, and Cass. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's get into some of these tag... That's not a tag team match. And yeah, yeah there's a normal tag team match. In it. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks and a partner of her choosing, if she finds a partner, uh, versus Charlotte and Dana Brooke. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick this. And say Sasha and Paige will be winning this match, or Sasha and Naomi, or Sasha and Trish Stratus, or Sasha gonna, and whoever she picks will be I'm, winning this. I'm going to be going with this. I'm going to say Sasha and Paige, uh, or Sasha and Naomi, or Sasha and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, Trish Stratus. So, oh, no, yeah. you hope for that? No. But I am going to pick Sasha Banks. And um, I think this is going to lead to uh, SummerSlam. Where Sasha Banks finally gets a one-on-one match against Charlotte for the uh, women's championship, and she becomes the new women's champion. I still want to see Becky Lynch as champion at some point. I do. I mean, I, same thing with Sasha Banks. I yeah. I would. I really wanted to see Becky before Sasha. Same. Same. Just because I feel like Becky needed it at the time, and Sasha didn't because she was already so popular. I s- still think Becky needs it over Sasha. I, I, I agree. But it's apparent that it's not going to happen. However, what will happen for the Intercontinental Championship, the champion, The Miz, will be defending the title against the challenger, Darren Young. Uh, like I said during the talk about Raw and SmackDown, I hope Darren Young does not win, and I hope Miz retains this. So you're picking Miz? Yes, SmackDown All Miz right. versus Raw, Darren Young. I'm going to follow suit. I'm picking The Miz as well. Uh, next up, you have Rusev defending his U.S. championship against the Long Island Ice Z, Zack Ryder. Here's where it gets tricky. Ooh. Because Miz is on SmackDown. Zack Ryder's on SmackDown. Rusev is on... Raw. Raw. Right? Yeah, Rusev yeah, is on Raw. Darren Young is also on Raw. If Darren Young loses to Miz... SmackDown has the IC title. If Zack Ryder defeats uh, Rusev for the U.S. Championship, SmackDown also has the United States Championship. Uh, this is where I have to say I hope Zack Ryder wins the U.S. Championship. Well, I'm going to but pick- let's not let's not forget about Sheamus being in the picture. I'm going with Rusev. Yeah, don't forget Sheamus. He could be the wild card. Yeah, but Sheamus... Unless... Sheamus Mojo is still... Shows up to be the equalizer. Oh. What now? 
What shall you ever pick? What roster is Seamus on? Raw. I don't actually don't know. Why am I not seeing his name? Uh, yeah, he's on Raw. Oh, yeah, Seamus, right there, right there, I see. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I like Cesaro, Cesaro's promo. He got pissed off at his, at his seventh-round yeah. draft pick or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's what I'm hoping for is Zack Ryder becomes the new U.S. champion, and uh, hopefully Darren Young does not get the IC title win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that would leave a conundrum of the championships both being defended on SmackDown. However, we don't know what's going to be the deal with the titles yet. So so what are you going to pick? I'm picking Zack Ryder. All right, I'm going to pick Rusev. Okay. I really want Ryder to win, but I'm going to go with Rusev. And for our main event, years building to this, uh, months building to this, and the past month of uh, kind of not really being able to build to this, a triple threat for the WWE Championship. You got the champion, Dean Ambrose, taking on former S.H.I.E.L.D. member Roman Reigns, as well as another former S.H.I.E.L.D. member, Seth Rollins. Um, I want Dean Ambrose to win this. I'm going to go with Dean Ambrose as well. Uh, I think that he has to. I mean, and like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see Reigns win it, especially after coming back off suspension. And like I said before, it's like I need for this to not lead to Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for a brand new title. I just hope this doesn't lead to Dean Ambrose versus. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns again. At SummerSlam. And again. I could definitely see it and being again. like an interpromotional match at one more time at SummerSlam. I just don't want like to... I'm point, tired of the Shield interfeuds. Right, but like at this point in time, if you have Ambrose win on SmackDown, I don't know who his next feud could be. I assume there's going to be like... Well, actually, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I assume there's more Cena versus AJ Styles to come. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. that that could be an interbrand promotional match. We already have one for SummerSlam that's an interbrand promotional match with Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. The only match announced for SummerSlam. Interesting. Um, Randy Orton was drafted to SmackDown and Brock Lesnar was drafted to Raw. Let me confirm this. Confirm what? I know who was drafted where. No, well, no, I know no. I know who was drafted there at least. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're trying to confirm. Well, we got a tweet from our good old fa- friend Rowit RK at Rowit CR2K. We got two new logos for uh, SmackDown and Raw. It looks like so that is what I'm trying to confirm right now. I mean that to I see I if saw... oh yeah, it's legit. New logos revealed for Raw and SmackDown. They really? Yeah, they changed the logos. But WWE posted it. Yeah, WWE posted it. Raw and SmackDown have two new logos. Where did WWE post it? Oh, right uh, there on WWE.com. I see it. And then Daniel Bryan tweeted SmackDown and Foley tweeted out Raw. That's a shame. That that Raw logo looks like. Looks like the Dodge Ram logo to me, <laughs> right? Does it not? <laughs> a little. 
Isn't that their logo? What has the Raw logo even look like? Are you kidding me? I don't know. It looked just like the SmackDown logo. (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. Wait a minute. You know what? I'm what? I'm not I'm okay with the raw logo. The SmackDown, I'm like Dude, that's that's Dodge's logo. Is it? Yeah, except Dodge doesn't have the little underline. And it's a, it's a W instead of an M. That's, that's got it. I think that's the same font. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to compare it. Looks pretty damn similar. No, this is a, the M for the RAM. It has more of an insert. This is more white font. The logo is more of a white font uh, compared to that. But very interesting. Um, actually, the SmackDown logo fits it. The Raw logo reminds me of like an old school Raw logo. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. Well, no, dude, dude, come on. That <laughs> dude, the A is the exact same as the as the A in the RAM, yeah, the A. and the W is that M in RAM. Just no, it flipped. isn't. Yes, it is. Look it's, at the distance. It's got a, okay, the, it's got a wider triangle. There you go. It's wider. Dude, um, that, no, that's too similar for me. I don't know. I'm fine with it. But it reminds I like that it reminds me of the old school Raw logo a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. Huh? Because it's the big block letters. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the, exactly what they used to do for the old school Raw episodes. Well, I mean, it would be a lot bigger, mm-hmm. smaller wise, but... I don't know. But thank you for the heads up, Rowit. And you it's funny because they just... Oh, go, go on. Yeah, yeah, no, go go follow gonna, him. Oh, I thought you told me to go on. Didn't <laughs> I you thought you were me telling to go me to go on. Go on. You, I did, and then you said, no, no, go, yeah, go on. All right, so go on. No, you go on and plug him. Okay, so go follow Rowit RK at Rowit CR2K. Thank you very much for uh, tweeting us this, uh, this information, especially while breaking news, I guess, since uh, yeah. we are recording right now. I was going to say it's funny because they are selling t-shirts on WWE's shop with the old logos now that everyone was wearing during the draft. Yeah, I saw that too. I thought I thought the thing that you were going to say was the funny thing is that I just blew my cover that I was surfing the internet while recording. Uh, I knew you were surfing the internet this whole time. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't the whole time. I hear you. I only started surfing after – no, to get to the wiki page for uh, – Yeah, wrong. Yeah. For Battleground, David. Yeah, that was it. Um, but WWE was very quick to put up the new Balor t-shirt. As soon as he got drafted, they released it. Mm-hmm. Looks just like a fence. It does. Which it I, does. Had, I had some fun with that with uh, Home Improvement. Tim the Tune And it is Wilson. a great picture that everyone should be retweeting. Um, and then they also released the club t-shirt now that they're split. <laughs> well, I guess not. A or now that they're split. together. Yeah, now that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. So, all right. That is the predictions for Battlegrounds. Yeah. And Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. <laughs> Dave's shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Donnie at Donnie Don six three one. Thanks for always listening and the support. Also, go follow Jonathan 
at Mr. John Faust. Also, thank you very much, Lee Fitzgerald. Go follow him at Edison Kane. You must you must be doing this accent because Goldust said on Up Up Down Down that he doesn't like Yankee accents, right? And he likes people from the South. Last only reason because I'm a big Goldust Mark and I want Goldust to really appreciate me in the podcast. So also go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. Montreal MTL Broski. And go subscribe to first thing in the morning. Good show. It's a good show. Also, Dynasty Pro Wrestling going to be taking place over at uh, Del Mar, New York on July 30th. You can go see the champion, the champion, Mike Verna, going to be taking on Kyle Brad and Mike Orlando. That would be the two red, Kyle Brad and uh, the elite athlete, Mike Orlando. Oh, and the, the champion, he's go by the, the Man of Steel. Mike Verna, you may have heard of them three. Also appearing is Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. So much more going to be taking place over at the Dynasty Wrestling in Delmar, New York. I, I didn't think it was possible for you to speak any slower. Yeah, there it's, it's possible. But also go check out Ringside Collectibles. Well, I'll save that for the markout moment of the week then. Okay, Brandon... Do you have any shout-outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. The first shout-out goes to Conan. Uh, we discussed him earlier. He's been doing uh, his shows live from San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, and for the past two years, I've, I've enjoyed them. I thought they've been great. Um, yeah, they're always very entertaining. Yeah, he's got tonight, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night left. That's the last three days of the con. And it's uh, it's cool. He gives out his, he gives those Funko pops to his audience. Has it been a disappointment so far, or no? Like no, his I don't think so. TV show. I always look forward to like uh, his TV show. So far, as in like what? Well, not TV show, but the talk show, like at Comic Con. Oh no, not at all. I don't no, know. I, don't I, so I always thought I thought the entrance, the opening video to all of this for the preview night of the Comic Con episode on Wednesday was hilarious. With the uh, him at the shop or no? It, no, him versus Andy. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that one yet. Yeah, it opened up. They went to see. Uh, they went to see um, the Super Avengers Super. versus X Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, "Why are all these things like that?" And then they started to fight each other. It was funny, but uh, yeah. yeah, like him going to the costume shop. Is that the one that you that were was, talking about? Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that's like, I, that, I, that's what I, I love. Like. I would much rather see Conan do these type of shows rather than the actual talk show. Not, I, that, not, I that I, not that there's anything wrong with this talk show. I enjoy watching the whole show itself. But like when he goes to Cuba or uh, Armenia, I'm such a fan of those those episodes mm-hmm. that it's like you can literally just send him be like a host for the Travel Channel, and I'd sit there watching it because it's funny and fun to watch. But up next is an anti-shout-out going to One Direction fans because they're absolutely absurd on Twitter. Um, Aren't they always? I mean, like, I've ranted about Bieber fans before and almost the same same things apply to them. Um, I know it's not all One Direction, One Direction fans, but, like, 
when that stuff happened with Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian. Oh, oy vey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. I maybe I asked for it, but One Direction mm-hmm. fans are absolutely absurd with that. It was like this this just the stuff they were arguing. At one point I was like I was like, I'm done. And I would Yeah, I so, would just, sometimes you're I, best off just Throwing in the towel and not even... Yeah, however, I didn't just throw in the towel. I was just in the mindset, like, I'm done. I'm about to send them links to Cooking with Brandon episode four. <laughs> um, and then I was I mocked up a picture of Harry Styles wearing our t-shirts. And I'm like, oh, this shirt is so stupid. Look at how dumb it is Harry's wearing this. And they were like, first of all, it's not a dumb shirt. Second of all, which, like, it's funny because I got them Please to... Please tell me this is, like, legit. Yeah, because I got them to be, like, kind of, like, turn the tables where they, like, weren't against me, but, like, still were against me. I... You know what? I I don't mind... Uh, but, but they were... Direction. I don't mind them at all, either. I really I don't. I actually think that their uh, carpool karaoke with uh, James Corden is one of my favorites. I don't mind them, either. But, uh, yeah, so after I said that about the fan, or to the fan with the... Uh, to the with the picture they were like that is not the right picture that was edited this is the real picture i was like jeez wow yes but uh last shout out goes to alexa bliss we mentioned her earlier uh because she was drafted to smackdown and i can't wait to see her start wrestling on tv and hopefully become women's champion yeah uh no doubt that she has a lot of talent i mean she Comes from the uh, Lance Armstrong school, I believe, right? Oh, yeah, does she? She uh, does like cycling and stuff? I think so. Bicycling? Maybe I should have said Lance Storm and I would have been correct. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully she makes it into WW2K17. Hopefully hopefully we'll get to see Alexa Bliss versus uh, Becky Lynch soon. Yeah. But moving on from my shout-outs to our... moment of the week. That is right, our mark-out moment of the week. Uh, I think we're going to have similar ones. Will we? So I'm going to let – I mean, you already alluded to it earlier, so I'll let you Yeah, um, just recently, as like within the last 30 minutes, we <laughs> saw the pictures being uh, tweeted out, well, I guess posted on Instagram from uh, Ringside Collectibles from over at the San Diego Comic-Con. Well, they had a, lot of, they had a yeah. bunch of them from the preview night on Wednesday, but they just posted a, yeah, a, a bunch Mattel. more. So Yeah, all the Mattel figures. Uh, future WWE action figures coming out, and some of them look sick. Some of them I don't understand, like the uh, Creature Mutant crossovers and the Stephanie McMahon face one. I don't really get that. Um, but they also have like a, a vintage Andre the Giant, Jerry Lawler, uh, a really cool Neville, Tyler Breeze with his stick, with his uh, selfie stick, um, the, the Demon... Uh, Finn Balor from Japan looks amazing, and so much more. Also, the pop vinyl New Day. I mean, we spoke about that earlier, but that's really cool. I wish that they released a Balor set where it was like Beast in the East, Take Over London, Brooklyn, Dallas. Yeah, that and would then, be cool. 
And Chad Gable doesn't look like Chad Gable at all. It looks yeah, a lot like Dalton Castle. Yeah. I mean, but, but maybe, cool it's just like the, maybe it's just because of the mustache and the long hair. Dude, I think, I don't know. It doesn't look, to me, it doesn't look like him at all. I don't know. But uh, my Mark M moment of the week. Wow, well, um, it looks like this looks really good, too. Yeah. A lot of these figures, like, look. Oscar like, looks sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Oscar looks sick. I don't care whether I, I or think, not. I think my favorite from that has to be Lord Steven Regal, though. Zombie stuff. Yeah, I don't get the zombie stuff, either. But What, what were you going to say? My favorite was Lord Steven Regal. Yeah, that's a good one. Tatanka is way in way too good of shape yeah. to beat Tatanka. But my what I was gonna say for my mark out moment of the week was they. Uh, I was walking through Toys R Us yesterday to look for Power Ranger figures. As I alluded to earlier, I was going gonna be going to Comic Con, so um, I was looking through the Power Rangers, and then I was looking at the wrestling figures, and I was completely like blown away the fact that they have a Ringmaster Steve Austin figure out. Uh, at first I thought it was stunning Steve Austin, but then I got closer to it and I was like, oh, that's, that's an odd figure to release, but I popped for it. So that's pretty that's cool. Pretty, yeah. So but that was the marked out moment of the week. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash marking out YouTube, youtube.com slash marking out 11, uh, pro slash marking out marking out.com at marking out. At Dave the Rave underscore MO, at BTTG161, all on Twitter. Uh, check us out Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. And is that it? That is it, and we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a 